0: Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, good morning. It's the breakfast huddle with Elliot Danka and Bharati Jaktish. It's time now for Why it Matters. Workplace diversity is why it matters. And you've seen more than ever post pandemic, during the pandemic, uh, this prioritizing on equality, inclusion, uh, all sorts of initiatives.
1: Yes it is all about setting your team up for success. But what about on the C-suite level? Has diversity been reflected in the appointments of such roles, especially amid COVID-19?
0: Yeah, what's funny is you can actually count them, right? Mm. Well, according to an annual report by Heydrich & Struggles' Root to the Top report, while companies fought for survival in the year 2020 and mostly sought leaders with prior experience and proven track records, priorities have changed in
1: 2021. In fact, the study found that the recent leadership pipelines include more women and individuals from different backgrounds. So how can diverse hiring be encouraged even further?
0: Well, uh, let's find out more from Jadhui Hui Wu, who is partner in charge of Hydraged and Struggles Singapore. Uh Jian Hui, good morning. How are you?
2: Good morning. I'm very good. How are you both?
0: Ah, very good and very nice to hear your voice this morning. Let's talk about this Root to the Top report. What can you tell us about
2: it? Right. So this is an annual report that we put up where we examine top leadership appointments at some of the largest publicly listed companies. Uh, So you've rightly pointed out in 2020, because of the onset of the pandemic, uh, companies were in a survivor mode. So a lot of uh, new appointments were really focused on executives with proven track records and experience. Uh, But what we've seen as we've learned to live with the pandemic and things become more stabilised, 2021 was really a year where many prioritised diversity again. Mm -hmm. So gender representation is obviously, you know, top of mind for organizations, not just in Singapore, but beyond as well. And we definitely noticed that there's a lot of uh, focus placed on developing female talent and preparing them for career advancement. So in terms of how Singapore is doing, we're certainly moving in the right direction. Um, You know, in our study, uh, 11% of the appointed CEOs were female. So we surpassed the global average of 6% as well as our, you know, regional partners like China, which is at 2% and Hong Kong at 5%. But beyond gender diversity, clearly other areas include cross-border experiences, Mm. age as well as tenure. I think the cross-border experience is increasingly important, especially for Singapore. We are small and we compete on an international stage. So varied experience is especially uh, important. So we have certainly seen organizations increase the hiring and focus on professionals who bring with them foreign, uh, global, you know, multi-market experience as well as also cross-sector experience, right? Because they bring a different lens and different perspective to a business and also would bring the mindset on how to grow beyond the, the shores of Singapore, right? To attack the, uh, and, and expand into the foreign markets. I think the third factor on age is also you know, interesting to note. Singapore appears to be leading the way with appointing younger CEOs uh, oh. before they turn 30, uh, 45. So we have 36% of CEOs under 45 versus Australia, New Zealand at 22 and China at 17%. Okay. So that's, uh, that's, uh, you know, that's heartening to know. Mm, that they're
1: giving the young a chance, I got a chance. but yes. i can, yes. I can yes. tell you one thing that uh, a lot of people will also be concerned about ageism you know when it comes to older people are they being given enough of a chance to flourish here as well with this fixation on youth what's happening to older ceo material individuals
2: I think it's a balance, right? Um, You know, you can't completely skew to one end of the spectrum. There's always this, you know, think about experience and youth and energy, right? And the most powerful organizations will know how to harness the two, right? You need to actually balance it out, you know, the the youthfulness and the, the energy, the dynamism, vitality, right? With, you know, some maturity experiences, which you can't which you can't replace, right? Just being on the earth longer, being on the job longer, brings a different, you know, sort of skill sets, mindset that would actually, you know, help. If you complement it with youth of the right attitude, I think the two can be a very powerful combination. But, you
0: know, there must be quite a struggle where the older workers are concerned because in the past, there is this assumption that, okay, men can do it better. Of course, that has changed. They've had to deal with that. Uh, There was the assumption that younger people don't know much. Now it's changed. So the younger people are telling the older people, hey, keep up with technology. What do you see in terms of trends of how this older age group is trying to deal with these current day issues?
2: So, so that's a very good point, because uh, with regards to, you know, the changing dynamic mm. of the world going forward, right? So tech is a very heavy focus. Clearly, you know, everything is moving digital, right? So what we have observed in uh, hydrogen struggles and what we do when working with clients is that the tech and digital savviness is pretty much a non-negotiable uh, across employees of all levels right mm. so even when we work at c-suite level hires with our clients you know they mm. they, they demand they, they require somebody who is digitally savvy yeah. because while they don't need to know the nitty-gritty details mm. of the tech work and to get into the nuts and bolts of stuff they should be aware of the global digital trends that will impact the business right, right. so that so it's you know, they can be, the older generation can be digitally savvy. It doesn't, need to, it doesn't mean they need to go into the hardcore coding.
0: Yeah, no to need be to have the technicality. Yeah, at least yeah, can have a conversation, exactly. right? You know, you go, you oh, awareness, is this?
2: right? To know that, the, oh, yeah. you know, don't pull wool over my eyes. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, you need to have a certain sense.
1: Of course, past experience, this study has also proven, doesn't really matter. It's about what you can bring to the table today. Now, while style matters, so do substance and credibility. Last I checked, they haven't gone out of style. So the question really is, how can hiring managers spot these in candidates more accurately? You know, key attributes such as a growth mindset, a digital mindset, optimism, good decision-making skills... What's your advice to hiring managers today in order to be able to see such candidates more clearly?
2: Yes. So um, in in Hydric and Struggles, we actually looked at uh, various aspects of a candidate. So there is the past experiences, there's the current, which is focused on the leadership competencies, and the future. Right as the world, you know, and the business environment change, uh, what comes out very strongly is uh, leaders with an agile mindset. So agility is very important, right? And agility means the ability to sort of, uh, you know, um, have the vision, understand what is going to impact your organization in the future, join the dots up quickly together, and translate it into the strategy, and also be prepared to sort of pivot and change direction if needed, regardless of the challenges, right, that might be put in place. So that, that I think, is abstr- extremely critical. Not to put the dampener of previous and earlier experiences, right? Mm. Because, um, you know, we're not... There's a, you know, organisations don't just transition into the future overnight itself. There's always the legacy business, and there's always that new business and new direction. So, you know... Somebody with relevant experiences in the industry will help Stabilize, you know, and also transform the existing businesses, and you cover it with, uh, you know, more agile, you know, attack mindset people. Yeah. that mm. will that will be a nice blend to set the uh, company up for success in the future.
0: But it's I, so I've got a problem for you. Let's Ooh. let's try and deal with this, right? So sure. this this is one aspect where you look at hiring people for the company. Yeah. But then the spotlight is always on the person in charge of the company, the CEO. And Mm -hmm. you have a situation where there have been criticism. Oh, you hire a female for the sake of being part of a trend. I mean, how hard is it to manage this, you know, public expectation and actually hiring someone who's good for the job, even if that falls into your, you know, age old stigma in that sense?
2: so there is a, there's definitely a strong push and focus on diversity mm. and you know and and basically a lot of companies are now actually focusing on these areas. We have worked with a lot of companies to sort of increase um, the diversity you know uh, composition within the organization be okay. it helping to develop them right and okay. and you know recruiting them but i I don't you know I don't think that. Companies here are hiring for the sake of hiring, just to fit a quota. The holistic evaluation of the whole, you know, skill sets, competencies do come into play as well. Mm. So it's still pretty much the best person for a job. But let's be honest, right? Let's, to be fair, we need to be extensive in terms of the ground covered. Okay. Right? We need to make sure that it's the balance laid and not just the most obvious people that's out there. mm Right. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. how can we be creative in terms of thinking about uh, out of the box talent that are might not currently in the seat right now, but might have a variety of experiences that they can bring to the table that might be their fit for the for, for the organisation. Okay. So you got to be creative, right?
1: Mm. Yeah. So I'm sure your approach to presenting clients or presenting candidates to your clients rather has changed considerably. What? Where are you looking now? You know, in which sectors are you looking for talent?
2: So I, I actually lead financial services, and I know one of the key things that uh, you know that has been uh, impacting the financial services, and that's the same for all the industries. It's really the uh, the tech and digital saviness. Because, you know, because of the pandemic, right, everything is really moving online. So that's that's really not just, you know, a factor in one industry, but across the board. So one of the key things that I did mention is that tech and digital savviness, you know, expertise in AI and data for sure is definitely becoming much more valuable now. With a larger percentage of business going online, I think cyber risks have become much more significant which, uh, you know, translates into demand for cybersecurity, ops risk expertise, right? And, uh, you know, I think finally, I think one of the, one of the key things to note is that with risk and compliance issues likely to increase in the future because of, you know, new products being launched, new channels for delivery, what we have seen is that the leaders now need to have a holistic understanding of the business. So not just a hunter mindset who makes a lot of money, but someone able to understand the business from front to back and consider risk, compliance and reputational issues.
0: We're on the line with uh, Chet Hui Wu, who is partner in charge of Hydric and Struggles Singapore. Uh, I've got an interesting question for you. I mean, we've spent this time talking about diversity at the workplace and what's being done, and, and it's great that all these initiatives exist. Uh, but as a person, person to person, um, what are your thoughts on ensuring that these foundations are set when kids are in school? Well,
2: it's a topic very close to my heart because I have two young boys, going to primary school now mm. so the clearly you know i think we don't lack any of the technical knowledge and domain knowledge right we get that very strongly in terms of our uh, education what we need to instill within kids uh, at the early stage is that you know entrepreneur mindset you know being able to sort of live with ambiguity you know without being told what to do they need they need to learn the independence of coming up yeah. with uh, you know with solutions, right? right? Don't just wait for your mom and your teacher to tell you the the solution. You <laughs> gotta figure fed. out yourself. <laughs> Go out at it and figure yeah. out yourself. Yeah, so what if you have only five out of the ten points? That's the real world we live in. We sure. never get all the facts on our fingertips, right? You need to make a decision at that point in time. That's definitely key. And I, you know, second is actually the ability to communicate and articulate uh, very succinctly, right? Okay. Um, you know, in a fast-moving world, we don't have the time. So you need to really be able to grasp the crux of the issue and articulate in, in very, very sharply. And I think these two are the skill sets. You know, it's, it's very soft skills, I would say, mm-hmm. you know, but it's important to set whoever up for success in the future.
1: Mm, And of course, uh, the ability to learn and want to learn continually. I do want to talk about women, gender diversity. A lot of women say that companies may not always give women the opportunity to progress, not because of a lack of capabilities, but many other factors, including things such as, you know, motherhood. There is motherhood taxation still going on in many companies. And this is related to how household responsibilities are shared between men and women, right? All of that does determine career progression for women how do you think companies ought to be approaching this going forward in terms of reducing those taxes that come with being a woman?
2: I would think that uh, ironically, maybe the pandemic could have been a game changer in terms of levelling the playing field, right? So now we are all used to a remote working environment. It is, uh, you know, a lot of but a lot of companies are changing from like full time to maybe you know the flexibility of working from home two to three days per week. Now before the pandemic, it is definitely frowned upon. Mm. If you go ask your boss, a hey, you know I uh, need to uh, I, I need to work from home for the next two months or mm. so because of my kids, right, or anything that's related to childcare, the boss will be like, uh, why? You know, and then that's a black mark against you. I think now, like men, women, we're all used to working from home, including the bosses themselves, right? And there is basically, you know, proof that you can still be effective and efficient, even in a remote environment. So with that, that would give women more flexibility to continue to, to work full time, right, while juggling the requirements of the family.
1: Uh, and, and that should really hopefully take away the stigma of uh, working part-time from home. It might be a level playing field in terms of the fact that both genders are working from home, but the responsibility somehow does tend to fall on the woman still to be handling those household matters even while she's home. Uh, I think that's changing in some families, and I hope it continues to change for sure. Yeah, yeah, for Don't sure. Worry. I-
0: In my household, Mm. the men does all the housework. Good, good. Pre-pandemic, during pandemic, -pandemic. (laughs) post-pandemic.
1: Your wife has trained you well, huh?
0: Uh, No, my mother has Ah. trained me well.
1: See, that's the thing. It's got to start from young, the socialization process.
0: Chad Hui Wu, partner in Charge, Hydric and Struggle Singapore on the line with us. Uh, Chad Hui, appreciate your time this morning. Take care and stay safe.
1: All right. Take care.
2: Have a good day ahead.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.